Hi, this is Chuck at Last Discovery Podcast at the junction of faith and recovery. This is episode 36, and the title of the episode is No Sale. You know, I want to apologize if I haven't been posting because we've been completely crazy. We've been knocked out of our house, and our house is getting gutted and rebuilt because of mold. So we've been a mess, just a absolute mess. So thank you for being with me. Pray for us. We'll continue to try to do this. Thank you. So this episode is No Sale. No Sale is about the peculiar situation that when you talk about Jesus, like where does the between uh, faith and recovery, when you talk about faith, particularly about Jesus, secular recovery there's such a resistance and I want to talk about that whole phenomenon of no sale why is there no sale well it's easy let me start with a story I've told it before I had a, a guy that ran with the people that I run with in an AA and he went to a Billy Graham crusade. He went down to the front and he accepted the Lord Jesus. He was interested in a, a Bible study. I set up a little personal Bible study with me and another friend of mine and you know, in my apartment and we'd all get together. And I just, I think I started in John, uh, Matthew, Mark, John. You know, everything was going good for the first time. But then there was, I think, a reference left him sort of like, he didn't say anything, just left him going. And it was basically, he got the impression that random, prolific, non, you know, wedding sex was not okay. Well, that was a funny thing. That was a no sale for him because he was very active in AA in a non-monogamous way. It wasn't about you know, having a girlfriend, not married. This was he was not monogamous. He was pretty pred- predatory with the young ladies who just came into the into the program. I mean, he was playing the field very actively. It was a feature of his sobriety. He went to one of those Bible studies and he never came back. It was no sale. It just didn't work for him. He was not going to take that stuff. He was not going to do that. He was not going to be that kind of a guy. He just didn't want to do that. He didn't want to do it at all. So that was the end. That was no sale. Well, I've been talking a lot about you know, faith in the church and faith in recovery. And where, what, what's the problem? Well, I think talking about no sale is a very 
important thing to do because if you know why people just turn off on it, why people particularly turn off on it, why, what's, why, I don't know, why, why is that, you know, why, why do they turn off on it, you know, what, what's the no-sale, what is the no-sale, so let me just uh, talk about no-sale, you know, what is it about the message, you know, uh, what, what's the, what's the church thing? that is so unpleasant. What is the Jesus thing in particular that is so unpleasant? And that's, that's all this is going to be about is my observations of why it's so unpleasant to come to Jesus. And a lot of this is how I, what I decided to discover when I got saved. I discovered that... Um, you know, there was, well, let me put it this way. There was small print that I didn't like. And I, I didn't understand why, but I just didn't like it. You know, I was game for A's God as I understand it. But what was that? It was a no sale. The no sale was... I started to understand it wasn't about as I understood him, it was about how I chose to understand him. You know, and I started to find out that it seems like that's biblically not the thing. In other words, I can't define who Jesus is. The Bible and Jesus defines who he is, you know? And I think that when I said, oh, I don't like that, I didn't like what he was saying. You know, this wasn't, it was all about my ability to choose and define a higher power. That was the whole thing. That was the no saying. If the higher power can define who he is, what my relationship is to him, that was no sale for a lot of people because they wanted a manageable higher power. They wanted a higher power that was, in a vernacular today, very codependent. Oh, I don't want you to be upset. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't want you to be upset with me. You know, I want to do what you want me to do. It's a ridiculous idea, but that's what we want. We wanted alcohol or drugs to be what we wanted them to be. We wanted them to work for us and not against us. We wanted to be able to use without consequence. We wanted it to work and not fail. We just didn't want a, a God who had say. And we didn't trust people, which is probably wise. But we didn't want to submit. You, you have a Bible. We didn't want to submit. We said, well, we don't believe in it. We don't believe it was accurate. We go to churches that say it's not accurate. And you can basically unbelieve the Bible and believe whatever you want. There's people like uh, 
you know, people that talk about mysticism and discovering the real Jesus and stuff like that. You know, I've worked, walked with the Lord for a long time, and the real Jesus is the Bible Jesus. It, it's not a comfortable Jesus, but it is a sovereignly powerful Jesus. That's a no-sale for a lot of people because they are unwilling or unable to accept what Jesus said, which is very interesting that, that we can't deal with who Jesus is, how it's written down. So we, we, we need Jesus for salvation, for protection, for, like my dad used to say, um, eternal fire insurance. We wanted Jesus for the fire insurance. We just didn't want to read the fine print. That's what we didn't want to do. No sale. No sale, no sale, no sale. So you got to understand, if you're not buying Jesus, it's not because he might not be valuable to you. It's that you just don't want to buy what you think is being sold, what the package is. What's the problem? That's, that was my struggle before I got saved. What, what am I getting into? No sale. Absolutely no sale. It's, you go to AA, you go to, you know, NA, you go to a bunch of things, and they make sure you understand you can name a God of your own understanding. In other words, he doesn't have to be an Old Testament God. He doesn't have to be a New Testament God. He has to be a God that believes the way you believe. And if you believe in whatever you want to believe in, you know, a lot of times you get sober, you get clean. But the problem is, is that you're back in a higher power in a thing, or you're choosing a higher power. And you choose to call it, it doesn't mean that you're worshiping just means that you're demanding that the higher power act the way you do and believe and accept. In other words, rescue me from my addictions, but don't question the way I live. You know, make the way I live work for me. Be my genie in a bottle. Well, that's a problem. Because Biblically speaking, there's about only one person who tells you everything you want to hear, and that's the devil. He doesn't care about truth. He just tells you whatever he wants to tell you to get you to follow him. He's a higher power you can live with, because he's going to give you anything you want until in the end he eats you. I mean, eats you whole. So, that's a no-sale. You want God to be the way you want him to be, not the way he is. You say, well, it's not, I don't necessarily buy your vision, your understanding. I don't buy the Bible. I don't buy this Jesus stuff. I say, fine. I get it. I get it. I get the reason why you're not buying Because you're going to go your own way. But I'm asking you, 
you're in recovery, you're in faith, how's going your own way working for you? I mean, seriously, how is going your own way working for you? So, no sale is all about you being the way you were when you first came into the program. Don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me anything. I'll sit here, and if I buy it, I'll stay. If I don't, I won't. You had your hand up in the back of the room with the people in the back of the room. You're going to get what the people in the back of the room get eventually. They're not there anymore. They picked up. There might be very well dead. And then their no deal becomes less interesting. No deal. I'm not I I'm gonna get God as I understand him. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna dress up God in a suit I want him to dress him. I'm gonna dress him up in theology that I like. I'm going to make it so he's going to keep me sober and keep me from killing myself but I'm going to do anything I want to do you know, I'm going to define God and I'm going to that's, that's what I'm going to follow you know the funny thing is that it's a no deal for you it's a no deal for God but it is a really good deal for the other guy he gets you for nothing. He just lies to you, tells you what you want to hear, and you follow him, and you don't even know it. But you get what you want. You can even get what you want. You want to stay sober? Great. You want to have the girl? Great. You want to have a good life? Great. But you don't want to live the way the Bible says it's good to live. You're going to live... And what happens is, is that you're just going to do what you do. You're going to be, be my, like my guy I knew. He was a serial predator. He was doing the program the way he wanted to do it. And he was injuring people. He leaving a wreck, bunch of wreckage of young women that were probably not able to stay clean because he'd been a predator. And they'd never come back because, contrary to belief, you know, a predator is not like your best dream come true. This guy was a sweet talker, and then he was on to the next one. That doesn't work well with young ladies that are trying to get clean. It's just another abuse. Another abuse. You know, that's the problem. No deal. I'm not going to do a deal. I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm not going to allow an external authority to dictate how I live my life. The fact is, you tried it on your own, you couldn't live it anyway. You know, living a biblical life is impossible without Jesus being there to help. So, you're powerless over life. You get sober, you get clean, and you do what you want. You're still powerless over life. You know, so no deal. I'm not gonna do a deal. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make a deal with whoever's gonna make a deal with me. It's 
spiritually, that's the worst idea in the world. You know, there's plenty of stuff out there in the spiritual realm that'll make a deal with you and will be able to give you whatever you want. But in the end, you get your wants for a season and then you're simply a meal for some spiritual force. They eat you. They own you forever. No deal. I'm not going to I'm not going to go to a god of is in the Bible. I'm going to go to whatever is out there. I'm going to I'm going to do make a deal with something out there. That's no deal. You want what you want. You want it in the size and the shape you want it, and you want it in the flavor you want it, and you are going to prescribe to a higher power. You're just going to shop. You're going to shop around. You're going to be like a a sailor in Singapore, going from one brothel to another brothel, looking for the particular companionship that you want for that particular night. Then you pay your money down, you have your thing, and you move on. That's what you want. You want to come and go. You want to be able to walk in, do a little dance and satisfy the higher power that you are doing what you need to do. You, in exchange, you want to stay sober. You want to get the girl or girls or boys or whatever it is. When you want them, how you want them, where you want them. And you don't want to be held responsible for the collateral damage. That's what you want. And when you find out it isn't like that, there's no sale. Say, no, no, John. I just want to be a good guy on my terms. Okay. No deal. I'm not going to listen to Jesus because I am not going to. I, I am not going to do that. I do not want to lose control over my life. Been there, done that. In the days that I came to Jesus, I didn't want to give up my control because I only trusted myself. Question. How is that working for you in recovery? How is that working when you were actively drinking or using? How is your control and your how you figure things out that working for you? No, no, no. I, I, I want to stay sober, but I want to live my life the way I want to live my life. I want everything a higher power can give me, and I want to do exactly what I want to do. You can be my higher power, but you keep me away from a drink, but let me live like a pig. Fine. Think about that. Think about that. How's that going to work? You know, if they're going to let you live like a pig, what's the chances are they're not a pig? What's the chances are that they're not going to treat you like, uh, like a, you know, like a husk of corn or something like they're going to eat you you know they're going to lead you away off into the pucker brush someplace and they're going to eat you alive and all you're going to be is a slave to something you didn't think you were going to get slavery you weren't going to get freedom but no you didn't you wanted you didn't want to make a deal with the lord 
you wanted to make a deal with whoever said nice things to you know I, I think I'm gonna finish you know I'm 21 minutes in I'm gonna finish I know a guy that's one of those things I know a guy he used to be a drink drug dealer in Puerto Rico he was a gang he was a drug dealer of a gang and he went to jail and stuff like that and uh, he said you know I learned something when you go to jail don't get close to the first guy that smiles at you and says he's nice to you you know remember wolves smile and show their teeth and just because they're smiling and nice doesn't mean they're going to eat you. He said, just be careful because, you know, you got to watch out for the people that smile because it's not a smiling situation. So, um, so he said, you know, just remember the smile is teeth. They're looking to eat you. Same thing. You go searching for a higher power. You will find one that wants to give you exactly what you want. Oh, this is awesome! You know, you know. I pray this way, or I say this mantra, or I do this thing, and my life turns out just the way I want it. How good is that? How good? You know. Oh, but this Jesus thing. You know, uh, they're saying things that I just can't. No sale. I'm not doing that because, I mean, you look at the Bible and he says, come take up your cross and follow me. I don't want that. There's no way I want that. I'm not going to, no sale. You're not buying things and you're resisting things because there aren't what you want. They are most likely what you need, but they are not what you want. No sale. You know, you're not going to buy the good stuff that's difficult. You're going to buy the bad stuff because it's easy. And trust me, there's absolute bondage there. One final scripture. You know, if you go to the very beginning of the Bible, the very beginning, Say, I don't believe Adam and Eve. Well, listen to what it's saying. They're given everything they, they want and need. But they said, you know, you have everything you need and you want here. One rule, which is, you know, for a drunk and an addict, it's like, where is it and I want it? Well, Eve sort of got the impression that this, this fruit was good. The Lord told him, just don't eat the fruit. Just not, you can have everything that's free. Just don't touch this particular thing. Seriously, you can't identify with that. You're an addict. You're drunk. I don't do that. It's bad for you. Well, I better, you know, if somebody's trying to cheat for me, I'm going to do it. And the Lord said, don't eat from that because if you do, 
you will surely die. You'll, you'll perish. What did the snake say? Surely that's not true. Well, he's just trying to keep you from something good. And she said, okay. She took it. Then she got Adam to take it. Say, well, what's the problem? Problem was, it was bad. And she took it. And that was that brought all sorts of trouble. And you tell me you're listening to this, you're in recovery or something. How's your way working for you? How's your way working for you? How many times do the dealers say, this is really good stuff? This is really good. How many friends have you had that went to the dealer and said, I got some really good stuff. It's really good. And they're dead. I bet you the dealer was smiling too. This is really good stuff. This is this will really do. No deal. I I I am gonna go on the street and play Russian roulette, but I'm certainly not gonna listen to to a god who theoretically wrote in a Bible that's the the most read book in human history. I'm not gonna believe that. No deal. No deal. That is the whole thing about this podcast. Just remember, you are the one that is saying no deal. You are the one that are, is looking for a better deal. You are the one that's choosing to be foolish just because you want no deal for everything except what you want. How do you know that the smile of the guy that's giving you what you want isn't the, the teeth of a wolf that's going to eat you up? If you want to talk to me, you know, leave me a message, do whatever. You know, next time I'll try to, you know, do the other side. What is this thing? What is it? Where do I go? What is the the deal? What is the the Jesus deal? But this was no deal. And this is Chuck at Lazarus Recovery Podcast, the Junction of Faith and Recovery. And you have a good day. And I just pray you listen because this going your own way thing can be really dangerous. This is Chuck at Lasser County Podcast, the junction of faith and recovery. Thank you for your time.